Good afternoon, everyone. This is Off Topical Podcast, episode 51. I'm here with uh, my co-host, as always, Raven. How's it going, Raven? It's going pretty good. It's nice to be back. I know everyone's been uh, questioning where the podcast has been, but it's here. We're alive. Yeah, we're going to try to do it every week this year. Uh, We had some personal crap going on. I just moved to Kentucky a couple months ago, and getting back into the swing of things has been crazy difficult. It really, Um, truly has, hasn't it? And then holidays, man, doing stuff, no time for anything. Yeah. Literally, holidays are such a drain. Yeah, for real. Oh, man. I have like a, a client that I do programming for. Actually, I have two clients that I do programming for, and this last like month has been nuts um stuff broke i ended up having to like do that stuff instead of uh stuff for the channel so i don't know it's been it's been crazy how how have things been with you man pretty good not ne- not really as hectic as you but you know we can't do the podcast without you so you know. <laughs> right. it wouldn't be a podcast if you weren't here man It'd just be me yeah. talking to myself Right. Admittedly, some people out there might enjoy that, but I wouldn't enjoy that. <laughs> no, I, th- I think, uh, I think we have a special dynamic that makes people uh, listen. <laughs> like that's what people listen for is <laughs> us and our witty, quote, witty banter. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, let's see, I, I would say probably the biggest change that uh, would probably surprise a lot of people is so you, everyone remembers the 32-bit Ubuntu fiasco. Oh yeah, and me raging about it, like raging really hard because Arch, mm-hmm. the most, in one of the most insanely elitist groups of Linux, still supports 32-bit. Yeah, I mean, and and they don't even they're not even a company; they're just a group of people that really really like Linux. Yeah, so you know, I switched to Arch for a while, but you know, Arch is well, Arch is Arch. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so, and I don't like Manjaro. I don't like Manjaro at all. I'm sorry. I don't. It's well, terrible. It's all right. Manjaro's good. But okay. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Maskis. <laughs> anyway, so I switched back to Ubuntu briefly after leaving it and then going back to Arch and then coming back. And I just, like, it kept, like, Gnome kept crashing and stuff. And that's something that I really just don't like about Gnome. And some people, you know, like to go, oh, it's because you have a NVIDIA graphics card. I mean, okay, fair enough, I guess. But that's not really a great defense, like, at all. It's actually a a terrible one. That's a pretty bad defense, honestly. Yeah, it's like, oh, your graphics card is terrible. Like, really? I mean... Just use the Nouveau drivers, come on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay, sure. So I did something that I never thought I would ever do, and uh, I actually spoke to EG about it and uh he thought it was hilarious too and uh i switched to elementary what i know right i've been on elementary since early december because like i think like late november i tried it for like two days i got really fed up and then i just left it and went back to ubuntu yeah. and then like ubuntu like crashed like every sorry gnome crashed because ubuntu is fine it's gnome yeah. so Gnome crashed, and you know, KDE has its own issues, which I will, as like a little side note, I will say that both Gnome and KDE have really great roadmaps for 2020, where mm. it it's like, KDE is going to overhaul and make their entire desktop environment uniform in terms of look. Thank you. Well, that'll be nice. Yeah, I don't know if you'll like the look, but it'll be uniform, <laughs> and that is it'll, just... It'll look like Windows 98 still. 
<laughs> it's gonna piss some people off. But <laughs> it's it's got that plus bug fixes, and GNOME is essentially the same thing. Like bug fixes yeah. seem for 2020 bug fixes and a lot of open source software seems to be the focal center point because you know Linux develops so rapidly that sometimes we forget that bugs are created mm-hmm. because we just chase oh, yeah. that new feature, which is fun and exciting, but. So I went to elementary, and I stuck with it for a week. I was like, no matter what happens, I'm going to stick to it for a week. And uh, it's been maybe slightly over 30 days or around 30 days. I don't I don't really remember when I started it. Um, but, yeah, I've been on elementary ever since. It's rock solid. It doesn't crash. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have, I have my issues with it, but yeah. Pantheon hasn't crashed. So the issues I have with it are whatever. Like, for example, did you know that with, elementary there's only one volume slider like you can't you don't have individual app volume sliders i didn't know that that's really dumb that's that's a problem with the user interface i don't like that apparently apparently like i i saw some people talking and that that's gonna get fixed but i didn't see anyone from elementary so you know grain of salt on that um Hmm. but that really needs to be fixed like i don't know if that's a mac os feature and they're just copying that but I need my individual volume sliders, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to, you know, like, sometimes I listen to music and play games. Or, you know, I play games and I talk to people. And, you know, no application is a built-in volume slider. So, you know, I, I need a way to <laughs> I, need, I need a way to make stuff quieter or louder. Yeah. Like, ugh. So, you know, I just have to launch Pavu and stuff. So... In elementary five, when you're at the welcome screen, you know, you have your back wallpaper. It looks more like GNOME's welcome screen in elementary mm-hmm. five. And 5.1, they changed it. So it's like this gray background. And then it shows my wallpaper, my name, and my avatar and stuff. Honestly, mm. I like the old uh, login greeter. Really? I yeah. haven't used that since. Like what I want, like what I want, I want my, when I'm at the login page, I don't want that gray background. I want my wallpaper. Mm-hmm. And like it would be cool, like if I switch to another user, it changes to that wallpaper. Like that would be cool. But other than that, yeah. like I mean, because that, that's really my only real beef with it. To be totally honest with you, that's it. Like that's pretty much it. Hmm. I mean, that's that's well, pretty you know, good. Like if that's all I'm, I'm going to complain about. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong here. I like elementary. It's not my cup of tea, though. I am very surprised, however, that you like it. I just like I, it because it's <laughs> solid. Yeah. I mean. The only other choice for me, of course, is Arch and only i3, but I need something with a more proper desktop environment because I've been doing some work on stuff, and I can't only test an i3, so I need an install that, you know, enables me to, you know, work, essentially, Mm. in a a more traditional setup because i3 is nothing traditional. There's nothing traditional about i3. It's lovely, and it's beautiful, and I love it, but... I'm not going to sit here and pretend like i3 is normal. Yeah. I mean, no, everyone should use not. it because it's superior to everything else. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. It, 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 it floored me too. But it's very rock solid. It uses way less system resources. Uh, Steam, like, you know, like dragging like the Steam friend list and uh, like resizing it. It's kind of glitchy under GNOME. And I don't know if that's because I run NVIDIA or if that's just... Like, it's always been that way for me. Like, I've never hmm. experienced it any other way. Um, and, you know, I've changed hardware since then. So, I think it's just a GNOME thing. It's not like that on KDE. 
It's not like that on elementary either. It's just like that with GNOME for me. Um, I mean, that's a minor issue, and I don't really resize it that often anyway, but it just annoys me because, you know, come on. But it is nice, and we'll see where it goes. I don't know if I'll stick with it, you know, forever. Uh, We'll see what Elementary 6 brings with the the move to Ubuntu. Well, I guess it's 20.04. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't been around for 20 years yet, but I mean... That, I mean, Ubuntu's been around for a long time. 15 years going on close 15. to 16. Wow. Yeah. Long time. That's crazy. I remember when Ubuntu first came out, and I was like, what's this newfangled thing? <laughs> yeah, I do, too, because I installed it. And, I I mean, it was – it was the original Ubuntu was just GNOME 2. Like, it, there was no yeah. there was no uniqueness other than the wallpaper that said Ubuntu. Actually, I don't think the Didn't default have... wallpaper have nothing. I think it was gray or brown. Wasn't it? It was just brown. Like, it yeah. wasn't, like, Gnome wasn't brown. It was, like, blue, right? But Ubuntu had, like, a blue color scheme. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, I don't know what I just said. I think I said that back. But 4.10, but, yeah. Warty Warthog had, uh, like, Warty brown. Warthog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wallpaper had Ubuntu in it, but it was still ugly brown. It was hideous. And then, uh, at 5. You know, zero four. That was when they started getting a more Ubuntu look, and then I'd say five point ten is when they established their or started getting closer uh, to their, uh, you know, branding. Yeah, and then six point zero six. That's when it turned orange, and that's when it really, you know, that's when it got like really good in my opinion. Because the first the first yeah. couple releases of Ubuntu were mm, questionable. Yeah. But I mean, eventually Ubuntu became like the V distro. Like it. Oh was yeah, distro. yeah. And I mean, you know, back then, you know, to install drivers, you know, you had to like get the driver and download it and run the dot run file and install it and hope to hell that you did everything right so it didn't crash when you rebooted and. Yeah. Or, or you know, if you were lucky, like later on, like it was like 2006, 2007, somewhere around there, there were like some third party programs that, you know, downloaded it and handled it for you. Right. Those were the days, man. <laughs> the Endis wrapper. Yeah. And I'm also <laughs> hoping that, like, elementary in particular uh, gets, like, a dedicated driver manager. Because right now it's built into the software center. And, I, like, at first it wasn't obvious to me, like, where it is. Yeah. And it, it, it either that or it needs to be, like, it needs it needs a UI change. But, you know, they're working on it. And the, uh, the Flathub support is, like, actually really rock solid. I installed a few snaps because I installed Snap. And because uh, there are some things I prefer to be snaps, for example, like wire, because the wire snap can access everything, whereas the flat, the flat hub or flat pack, rather, I should say the flat hub snap, uh, the flat hub package <laughs> of wire cannot access anything other than the main drive. I, I don't right. know if you can change that or not, but, you know, it's sandboxing. So, yeah, like you can't see the other drives, whether they're mounted or not for me. So Man, is what it's it is, been like. Over a year since I've used wire. That's yeah. nuts. I've used wire. Dude. Um, so here's something so new good. going on with me. I have the Librem 5 chestnut. Ooh. It's a chestnut. Well, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. I assume it's better than the original release one. Yeah, it's better than the one that I had. Uh, it's got... Uh, um, what was the big thing? Oh, it can do calls and text messages. I posted on Twitter... 
Well, I, isn't uh, that just a software update? So yeah. Can't the original just update? Right. Well, the so I don't know to come what with the, the thermal stuff, isn't it? Like actual heat. Sinks? I think this one has like the heat sink, but I haven't taken it apart, so I don't uh, know. Well, it's gonna um, but it still does get sink. pretty warm. Well, yeah, phones get warm, dude. I mean, come on. Like my yeah. Samsung gets hot, depending on what I'm doing. Yeah. As long as it but doesn't the, scald me, I'm good. The other thing that's really cool is that the battery, the battery is still twenty uh, two thousand milliamp hour, but it's labeled purism. <laughs> that's I'm, pretty cool. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> that's a purism branding on the battery. I'm, I'm gonna keep my eye on Libram. I'm still gonna request one of the later batches just because it's how I roll. Yeah. Didn't uh, aren't you in the the evergreen batch? I don't know. I yeah, requested one I of the later batches. I haven't checked it. I was busy for December. You should see how yeah. many emails I didn't even look at. <laughs> I just archived them. Yeah. I'm fairly certain there's probably an email in there from Purism. Probably. I should probably check that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Librem 5 is pretty cool. I'm going to put it through its paces. Uh, we're going to see what's what's new, what's different, what's happening. This Sweet. one's charging as opposed to the Birch that kind of... Uh, like burnt out or i'm not sure exactly what happened i have to i haven't even sent the other one back they sent me this they were like oh yeah you won't get the chestnut until uh uh, january like mid-january and i'm like all right and then they shipped it to me and i got it uh the day before new year's (laughs) so whatever works man yeah but anyway it's fun you want to talk about the news go for it All right. Uh, so the first story today, Raven, uh, mm-hmm. is we have. Uh, it looks like EA is permanently banning Linux users who are using Wine to play Battlefield Five. Can't even say I'm surprised. Like, uh, part of me is like, I feel bad for them. They're paying customers, but also, if you're a Linux user and you're playing freaking online games, you had better bet that they're going to ban you permanently from. Yeah, playing you, the you game. really do have to like. Like, I play World of Warcraft, for example. Online. Yeah. But Blizzard has unbanned me before because of it. Like yeah. Blizzard, you know, despite being a bunch of, you know, Chinese dick sucking people, <laughs> might want to edit that out. <laughs> or nope. leave it. I don't even care. I'm it. That's you. I don't That's even care. You, I saw the Hong you know what? You know what? What they what Blizzard did over the whole Chinese fiasco and then their lovely written yeah. by Chinese overlord bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm I'm a big fan of Blizzard, you can tell. But, yeah. hey, man, you support dictatorships? I mean. I have, for the record, I have never liked a single Blizzard thing ever. You don't Nothing. like games. I don't, We're not I don't like Blizzard. Blizzard right. is a terrible company. They've made they terrible are. choices. Yeah, uh, well. I hate Blizzard. Anyway, but even Blizzard <laughs> unbans people uh, for wine. And, yeah. like, I get it. Like, you know, if you're going to run wine, you know, people need to be aware that cheat you know, anti-cheat stuff might get flagged by wine. But here's here's the big here's the big thing and the issue that I have with the way EA handled this. One, EA was just moronic about it. Like they just confirmed that their systems were right and that the people were cheating, which I I doubt it. Yeah. Um, but secondly, Battlefield Five has been out for almost two years. I think it's been at least over a year. Like an entire right. year has gone by. At least an entire year. 
Why didn't it flag it before? Like, this wasn't an issue before. Oh, just th- because they don't. They yeah, don't it's, care. it's, it's like, because, it's because it's a very recent thing. And, you know, it, it's kind of like, on the one hand, you could argue, you know, people shouldn't be doing this sort of stuff, but it was fine for the longest time. Yeah, it's more about, like, you have to expect that if you're playing a game through Wine online, you're going to get banned. Like, that's just the fact of the matter, in my opinion. I don't really have that issue with, like, Blizzard games. But uh, Blizzard games, the only thing I really play from Blizzard is World of Warcraft Classic. So, yeah. And StarCraft 2. That's actually it. So, I don't actually have that issue. Um, I've only been banned once, and that was a while, quite a while ago, when they... Something changed in their system, and they banned all those wine players, and they just unbanned us. So, I mean, yeah. whatever. Like, it's fine. I mean, if they unban you, then who cares, right? Like, whatever. You know? Because stuff happens, yeah. you know? Stuff can get flagged, and, you know, suddenly you're just mass banning people, and it's like, oh, whoops, well, here, I'll just unban you. Right. But and that's it totally looks like cool. they are they are unremorseful. At oh, no, they don't, they don't care those. in the slightest. They're like, No. Well, you like they're not some, even they're not even really giving money. good responses either. Like their responses no. are just like so crappy. Yeah, well, it's electronic cards. Unfortunately, it won't really like catch mainstream gaming news, so no one will really notice. But if right. it did, that would be nice because that might actually pressure them into being like, "Yeah, we'll unban you." Because it's like, come on, translating DirectX calls to Vulcan or OpenGL is not cheating. In any way, right? Well, I mean, it, there's a. It's not just that. I mean, that's kind of an oversimplification of what Wine does. Wine is like, oh yeah, yeah, it it's provides... a compatibility layer. So like, they're anti-cheat servers. But my point is more like, yes, it is true that a lot of anti-cheat stu- uh, software does tend to need specific. This is why Destiny Two doesn't work. Yeah. It needs very specific Windows stuff. But my point is more with Battlefield Five. It worked fine for. I mean. It's been over a year, and, you know, I know someone who's been playing Battlefield Five on Linux for over a year. He's had no issues. Yeah. He stopped. He hasn't been banned yet. He's not going to do it. He just uninstalled it. Mm. It's like, well, I mean, Linux people have money, and if you don't want our money, I guess we'll just we'll take it somewhere else. Yeah. It sucks. I mean, I feel bad for these guys, um, first of all, because they're paying money to Electronic Arts in the first place. I know, right? that's the thing that's the thing that i don't understand is like so many gamers complain about electronic arts and then they still buy ea games yeah well here's 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 the greatest thing remember and i'll go back to the the blizzard and the chinese thing again so you know everyone hates blizzard because of the whole china fiasco and rightfully so like blizzard took a stance and then didn't apologize but apologized for getting caught which is just that's such a politician move. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, everyone got super mad about that. Like, did you saw BlizzCon? Like, how furious people were. Like, it it, well, it didn't really like go the way they thought. But then they released Diablo Four. Dude, that thing's gonna sell so well. Yeah, it's like no one cares. It's disgusting. Everyone cares in the moment, but no one really cares, and that's why they get away with it. Like, if everyone truly yeah. cared. Like, absolutely cared. Everyone would just go and cancel their World of Warcraft uh, subscription. Because as much as, like, Blizzard, for example, wants to be in China, like, 88% of their revenue is from the West. And if, I don't know, half of U.S. subscribers canceled, uh, Blizzard would uh, turn around and be like, yeah, we're not going to China. Nope. Because there's no money. China would have to make up that difference in order to keep them. 
Right. But that's the thing. No one does that because no one cares. Everyone cares in the moment. Of course. Well, I think it's that the people that follow it care and are very loud about it. That's the problem is that most people don't care. They don't follow these news yeah. stories. Yeah, they don't it's care like at all. The, the people who play um, Call of Duty aren't like they don't like follow gaming news. That's what I'm guessing anyway. I don't necessarily I don't know that for a fact, but I, that's my guess is that like the people who buy these games, uh, you know, the people who buy Madden every year don't follow the news that EA will ban you for stupid crap like playing in wine. Like that's yep. it's ridiculous. Well, and people need to be educated, I think. And that's part of the problem. My, so we don't uh, have enough education. <laughs> so I have a really weird thing about my origin account. Uh, so I actually have two or- origin accounts, but they're actually one origin account. It's it's very complicated, but essentially what happened is quite a few years ago, my EA account got hacked, which is just, I mean. <laughs> uh, and when I contacted EA support, they said, no, there's been no hacks or breaches and that you can't change your 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 date of birth and all this stuff, even though all that stuff mm-hmm. happened. They confirmed that someone got in and did it, but apparently they w- didn't hack in and it didn't cause an issue by the way like two days after this it was reported that they had gotten hacked so yeah but my entire account is like totally screwed that's why like i own the username raven67854 but that's not my actual account name and the reason for that is because ea sucks and that was it anyway so i asked them to correct it right because you know if it got hacked and someone was able to change my name which you claim is impossible because, like, you can't just go change it. Like, you can change, like, your how you're displayed, I guess, maybe. I don't know. I don't really do anything on Origin. But at least back then, because this was probably, like, 2011. So they said it was impossible and you can't do that. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, can you do it on your end? Nope. Okay, but the hacker was able to do it. Yeah, we're not doing it. That's EA. I've really pretty mm. much have never bought an EA game from them ever since then. Like, no joke. Yeah, uh, I bought Battlefield Five or sorry Four, the 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 complete collection or whatever, for five dollars. Mm. That's uh, that's that's probably the most money I've spent. In- I'm like looking at my, uh, I have an Origin account, yes. and for some reason, I have The Sims Two, Peggle, Dragon Age Origins, which that is not a game I have ever played in my life. And uh, Bejeweled 3. Nice. And then I also have the SimCity 5 or whatever the oh, latest SimCity is. No, my friend bought it for me because he wanted to play it with me. Oh. And he bought me the deluxe edition. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, I actually like SimCity 2. I have SimCity 2 on my origin. SimCity 2 is great. SimCity 2? Are you talking yeah. 2000? No, Sim. Oh, uh, not Sim. Sorry. Bleh. I meant the Sims 2. The Sims 2. Yeah, I think I yeah. got that for free for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did as well because it was like the whole thing. And then they had like a limited time where like I think anyone could claim it. Yeah. Um, it's like the complete collection too. It's like everything. Yeah. It's wicked. It kind of sucks that EA owns Maxis, doesn't it? Well, Maxis hasn't really made a game in a long time. So, yeah, it does really uh, suck. Yeah, but they own like the intellectual property of Maxis. I know, That's right? the problem. Uh, hey, man, anyway. they nickel and dime you for everything. <laughs> they, they are... Everybody just needs to stop buying stuff from Electronic Arts. They need to, the company needs to die. All right, that's it. I think we're done with the story. <laughs> and you're harsher <laughs> than me. 
Dude, I I hate electronic arts. They need to die. Everybody out there, let me know what you think. Let us know what you think. Head over to the forum, forum.heavyelement.io. We have a, a the show notes over there. You can uh, let us know uh, what you think about electronic arts. Do you think that they should uh, die for uh, banning <laughs> Battlefield 5 players? <laughs> let us know. All right, Raven, did you hear about this one? Trump just signed the Traced Act, which is the first uh, the first federal robocall law. What do you think about this, man? I think it's awesome. Like, Yeah. Because I've been getting a lot of them here lately, especially here lately. And I am like, I report them, but they don't do anything about them. No. They just keep calling me. And uh, the new Traced Act, man, like for starters, they can pursue them longer. Like, I don't understand why they couldn't pursue them anyway to begin with. Like, that made no sense. Yeah, and, and the I don't know. fines, the new fines under the Trace Act, I think it went up 15x. I think it went up from $1,000 to $15,000 a call. Mm. It's like. Which, if, if they actually, like, enforce that, they can actually, like, put some scammers out of business. Not just. Yeah, but not just that. If, uh, if I remember correctly, the Trace Act also makes it so that carriers can be held responsible as well. Oh, interesting. I didn't see that, but that would be good. Uh, the, the, the FCC it has already created an authentication system to help uh, mitigate robocalls, and it's called Shake and Stir, which, you know, I know it's they should name. just call it Bond at that point. Like, come on. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, basically, it, it, it authenticates between, like, the, the network and the phone, in order to prevent this kind of stuff from happening, these robocalls. Um, and you know what? I'm in favor of this. I think this is a good idea. I think that the FCC should have the power to uh, block these annoying, terrible calls. Yeah, and the uh, carriers have to do it for free as well. Like, well, they have to give up uh, like um, features that allow them to block robocalls and stuff, and they're not allowed to charge them for it. Yeah. And they yeah, also have says, to implement it, you know, in line. So it's really nice because the, the, the best part is, is that there's not going to be any more spoofing because I always love it when my phone calls myself, like I'm really going to pick that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get spoofs where it's like, you know, I, I have like a 207 number cause I'm from Maine originally. Yeah. And I'll, I'll always get like a 207 with the, with the like little, not the area code, but the next three digits. I always get them from the same area that I, my phone number is from. And it's like, you are obviously not from this area. Like, I'm not going to, I don't answer phone calls from, like, unless I have the contact in my phone. So, it, but the fact that I get probably 10 of them a day, that's really stupid. And, and I'm really glad that they're doing something I, about that. I don't, I don't get that many. I can't imagine how annoying that is. Uh, you don't get that many, dude. Oh my gosh, I get, I get maybe so like many. ten a month. Ten a month, yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, I'm lucky. Um, what? Yeah, but also don't don't forget <sighs> that this law also means like I didn't know this, but before this law went into effect, which is amazing that it went into effect and in, at the end of December, um, they. Like the FCC couldn't do anything about it until they've been reported X number of times, and now they they only need to report it once. Mm. Like that's it. 
They don't need, and so, they don't need to warn them either. They can go right after them. They don't need to be like, you need to stop. They can just, they can just find them. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday I only got two. The day before that I got three. The day oh, before that I got three. That's awful. The day before that I got one. That's so terrible. it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm really happy that <laughs> hopefully this can do something about it. And to everyone who's like, ah, laws don't do anything. Yeah, they do. Look at your, uh, when, <laughs> look at when your they actually enforce it, they do. The problem is yeah. that they, they're very picky about what laws they force. Yeah. Right. Laws don't impact you. If you believe that, look at the, your paycheck. Look at the, where all the taxes come out. Th- those are laws. Uh, laws can affect and make change. And I think that this is a good one. And hopefully if they do it right, if they enforce it right, uh, we'll have fewer of these calls. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably they're estimating 12 uh, to 18 months for everything to get rolled out properly. Yeah. So it'll 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 still be a while, but they can go on ahead and start finding them immediately, right? Which is good, because that's the thing, right? Like, I I, I saw some article, uh, and they've already fined someone under the new rules, and it's like 164 million. That's what they find. Yeah, I mean that individual never pay it, but. The fact of the matter right. is, is that basically gives the federal because that's the thing, right? Like in the past, they would they would get fined, they pay the fine, they close up, they'd reopen. Like it was just just playing whack a mole. But now they can hit yeah. them with so hard and so many fines that they bankrupt them. There is no whack a mole. Yeah, well, so this even puts like uh, limits on like legal, legitimate robocalls. Oh which yeah, is thank God. Cool. Like if like. Back in the past when I used to have student loans and it would be like five days before it was due and they would call like twice a day. Yeah. And I'm like, this is just idiotic. Like reminded me. I'm like, they're they're rabid, man. Yeah. It's just, it'll put it, it'll put an end to that crap. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about this. I think this is good. Um, what do you guys think about this? Uh, let us know in the show notes, forum.heavyelement.io. Uh, we have uh, a, a little little community going on over there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start reviving stuff. This this yeah. this uh, this podcast might not be as big as normal, everyone, and we do apologize for that, but we're, we're going to be rolling out a fair bit of stuff this year, and the community is going to grow quite Heck significantly. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're going to get the ball rolling. It's just going to be a slow start for this year. Yeah, um, we have big plans coming up. So hopefully uh, you guys can stick around. Uh, if you're not already, subscribe on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel uh, where there's a video version of the podcast. Um, you can also head over to offtopical.net if you're watching this on YouTube and listen to the audio version. Uh, it all helps. It all makes a difference. All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, thank you, Raven, for being here. Uh, thank you, everyone out there for listening. Um, is there anything you want to say before we head out, Raven? No. Can't, can't really think of anything. I was sitting there. I was like, man, is there anything I want to say? It's like, no. I can go back on another tirade about all the stuff. I don't like about elementary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like about, about elementary it. store. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. <laughs> You should uh, give it a shot, though. If you have like a spare PC or time, you should totally. It's it's the five point one update is really impressive. 
I, I like I elementary. Sure it's just not my... It's, it doesn't fit my workflow. I, I'm more of a GNOME guy, as you probably know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you like you like desktop environments that crash. It's all good, man. It I doesn't. I have never had GNOME crash on me really? since I got my Vega 64. I just can't stand it, man. I just I can't stand the crash. Well, if the crash actually didn't happen, then I'd be okay with it. GNOME might crash on me like every other month, maybe, but it's not. It it doesn't bother me. Like it never gets in the I way. I swear it probably is because I have Nvidia graphics card. But you know what? I'm not giving up my ray tracing <laughs> capability. No. I like I like I've been messing around with uh, Vulcan ray tracing quite a lot here lately, and yep. um, I'm not giving that up. So GNOME will work right. I'm sorry. No. Well, the the next generation of. Uh, Radeon cards should have ray tracing from what I, I hear. I hope so. There, there's rumored to have dedicated hardware, but if they don't have dedicated hardware, I don't care. Well, that's I know what the that, I know they're going to have Xbox Series XES GT 2020. Yeah, so is have. the PlayStation, but uh, a lot of it too is because initially when they first announced it, it was going to be like a hybrid approach, where like it was going to be like software on the GPU cores. And I, I'm sorry, but once you've had an RTX card and actually done the ray tracing stuff on it, it's really nice doing it like completely on like a you know a dedicated chip on the GPU. Yeah. Like it just doesn't compare. Right. And they need to do that. And I'm sure they'll do that. I don't know when. I don't know if it'll be this year or next year, but I have a feeling it'll be coming. Definitely. All right. Well, thanks everybody out there for listening. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Raven I'm glad we're back doing this. Uh, oh I've yeah, doing this. Oh yeah, we should do a two-hour one next Friday, just just so everyone is like, you know, like, oh god, why is it two hours? Why? <laughs> there are some people who uh, complain the show's not long enough, so maybe that'll really? satisfy them. <laughs> but like, I think our average is like slightly over an hour. It's pretty long. Yeah. An hour fourteen is about our average. But uh, oh, yeah, we can this... do better this year. Oh yeah, well, dude, we're gonna we're gonna kick ass this year. This has been the Off Topical Podcast. My name is Gardner, and thanks for watching. <laughs>